And I still believe that these problems can be solved. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. This is The Political Show. <laughs> Hey, 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 and welcome to The Political Show. Right here on Active FM, where radio has never been better. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix. And with me in studio, we have... Gavin Enslin. Pastor Gavin Enslin and... The Black Knight. The Black Knight. And we would love to introduce our newest member... Yes! ...of the show. Uh, yes, she is. She has introduced herself. <laughs> 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 would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, um, I'm Andy Leviana, and I'll be joining the political team. Yeah, so we and have. We all Andy. feel overwhelmed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm officially not the only female in yeah, this team anymore. Mm. Yeah. We, we like, there's we equality. Like that you guys. Mm. No, but now there's <laughs> equality for all the feminists out there. I'm joking. Is a lot of twat. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I don't stand for feminism. But yeah, so we have our newest member, Andile, and this is the political show, right? So can I just about this equality thing? <laughs> I was joking. No, I'm offended. <laughs> First of all, God created all people. He created them equal. Even in Genesis chapter 1 and 2, it speaks about God created male and female. He created them. Yes. So you were created equal. Why do you have to strive for something you already are? I, yeah, no, I, I know sometimes people are oppressed and then you sort out the oppression <laughs> because you're doing something to people that they already are and now you're trying to make it like they're not. So just fix up apartheid and cancel it. Let's not go with this equality, equality. Okay. Just give people opportunities to be the equalness I, that they are. If I put in it. No, no, let's just move on. <laughs> so, like I've I said, it's the, the political the show. The, the politics in the show right now are hectic. But I'm this is the political show where Christ politics is. Hot politics. Hot politics. Yes. And this week's hot politics, we are going to be looking at two people from two different countries. Well, basically, there were two events that happened over the... It's not events. It's been going on forever. Yes, but then specific events. It's, it's, uh, yeah, but it's events yeah. related to ideologies. Yes, that, that what he just said. And one, hap one is happening in Canada and something that's happening here in South Africa. Yeah, yes. both claim they're anti-racist. One's a white guy, one's a black guy. Yes, that's basically what's happening. And we're going to be looking, how are these two... Uh, events connected in w in what way uh, what do we learn from the two people who are leading up these ideologies and 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 stuff do you want to give a more brief explanation yeah, it's justin today mm -hmm. from canada mm -hmm. with the um vaccine mandate things and uh the truckers and all of that stuff and then they're saying the truckers are all hitler <laughs> <laughs> right one of them was like an old lady on a walker you know using a walker which she was walked over by a horse, so she's Hitler. And the other one is Julius Malema. Mm. And uh, he was in court last week, said mm. all lot of stuff. Ish. So we're going to be debating that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's going to be quite, quite, quite interesting. 
can't wait to hear what Andile has to say, and we can't wait to hear what Black Knight I'm has to say. I'm scared about what Andile and Black Knight <laughs> are going to say. Black Knight already said that they want to create quarantine camps for us. And he was, <laughs> he was happy about it. He was happy. Mm, yeah, he <laughs> will never make him forget. Next thing he's going to say, freedom's a right wing concept. <laughs> He'll probably agree with what Julius Malema said. <laughs> I d- we don't know. We no, never no, he know. Not. <laughs> he's in my cell group. <laughs> Here is a song by Matthew Parker called Tidal Wave, and this is the Nathan Foster remix.
Foster's remix of Tidal Wave by Matthew Parker. How awesome was that track? I don't know. We don't have earphones. <laughs> only, only you have earphones. You know, it was a really awesome track. Is I listened it? to the track and it was amazing. It was amazing. I'll have to listen to the podcast. <laughs> so now let's look at the protests that have been happening in Canada. But it was a fantastic song. Though. Yeah, yeah. No, yes. I mean, it's acts of a film. We only provide hot music. Hot music. I mean, our slogan used to be, Christ music is hot music. No, it's Christ politics is hot politics. Exactly. <laughs> I know, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So an article from The Guardian um, that was released on the 20th of February uh, is written, Ottawa pro- protests, conspiracy theories and accusations of betrayal as police end blockade. And that's what the title of the article basically is and this is what it says i'm going to read from specific parts of the article this weekend however the blockade ended uh, in accusations of betrayal and questions over the future of the protest movement on friday and saturday hundreds of officers conducted one of canada's largest police operations working to clear parliament hill and the surrounding areas of truck camper vans and structures that had blocked roads for nearly a month um, in in protest of coronavirus-related public health restrictions and, in general, the government of Justin Trudeau. Uh, Deploying riot squads, uh, mounted units and armed vehicles, police cleared large parts of the area. By Sunday morning, more than 191 people had been arrested and 57 vehicles had been towed. Protesters remained in some areas but Wellington Street in front of the Parliament Hill was empty. Then it later says in the article, footage of arrests and scuffles spread on the secure messaging site Telegram groups supporting the truckers reacted with shock and skepticism. One user claimed the officers weren't w- were with the United Nations, part of a common conspiracy theory which holds that Canada's government is linked to globalist networks. Okay, can I interrupt you? Yeah. Um, there just happens to have been video footage. So the rumor went out yeah. that um, there were UN uh, people, you know, cops and that, whatever they were, brought in by the UN. Mm-hmm. And uh, they then went and filmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, a lot of UN planes at the airport mm-hmm. near Ottawa. Yeah. Um, and I saw video footage of the planes. So guys, guys heard this rumor. They drove to the airport. They filmed. There's the planes. Yeah. Then you said in the day, you only see like it looks like one plane at night, but when you see in the day, there's a whole string of planes. Really? And then you know what they did on Sunday? What? You won't believe this. They painted the UN thing white. <laughs> so in other yeah. words, they, they took the... So when they say conspiracy theory, I'll give you Roger Stone's statement. Yeah. No, it's conspiracy realist. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we, I mean, we've been part of the political show long enough or you've read politics long enough to know that when the media starts 
as uh, claiming a situation as conspiracy, you know that there's truth behind what uh, what is being said and Ideally, stuff. Ideally, what's the difference between a journalist and a conspiracy theorist? Um, I wouldn't. This is my take, Pastor. Where there's just smoke, there's fire. I would not literally give you like a true definition of a journalist. I'll give you a definition. Hold on, my de- like I, I view journalists as someone as being paid to tell us the story, and obviously conspiracy theorist as someone that is working too hard to be telling us the truth. I'll tell you the difference. Tell me. Six months. <laughs> no, that's true, actually. I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> the conspiracy theorist says it today. In six months, the journalist saying it. Yeah, that is. True. Or rather twisting the truth mm-hmm. after six months. <laughs> yeah, they normally twist the truth, but yeah. they eventually admit yeah, after six months. I mm-hmm. hear you. Mm. It later says so that's, in the that's, article, that's the definition. Yeah, it later says in the article that uh, the user that basically, uh, one of the users that brought out the videos about or is claiming the conspiracy of the UN being part of the police that were sent out to stop the blockade. And this is what they they said, if they had this many officers, there would be no crime in the city. A number of police forces, including the Ottawa police, the Ontario uh, Provincial Police, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, and the Sourette de Quebec participated in the operation to clear the streets. Others were told often by protest leaders and organizations the police supported their movement. So um, that's basically what they're saying about the the protest or the end of the blockade that happened over the weekend. But now this is what AP basically knew, uh, b- basically says, and it's basically like a fact check, and we know how we feel about fact checkers. And I want your opinions on what they're saying. So AP News released an article uh, saying UN plane at Canada airport is not related to Ottawa protests. And this is the claim. A UN aircraft park in Ontario, Canada shows the organization send troops into Ottawa disguised as Canadian police officers. And the assessment is false. Social media posts are sharing a video showing a UN plane near the North Bay airport on a city in Ontario where Voyager Aviation Corp provides aircraft maintenance and charter flights for the UN. The plane has been there for weeks for regular maintenance, a company representative said. They're lying. So what they're so basically no, 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 saying no, no, they're is... Lying. They're lying. Yeah. That, that fact checks a lie and I'm going to tell yeah. you why. We need to move on to the next thing because yeah. I don't want to hear the rest of that. The, the, on the video, now what happened was this was on Saturday that he took the video. Yeah. And um, the night before and in the morning of that day, it had snowed. Mm-hmm. And the plane had no snow on it. Yeah. So the plane landed that day. <laughs> that is such a lie. Mm. Okay, now, I mean, when, when you have snow, you can tell when the things arrived. So yeah. that fact checks a lot. Black Knight, what are your thoughts? <laughs> it's a so lie. There were more <laughs> pictures that came out. There was a yeah. lot of planes. Yeah. It wasn't one. Mm. Um. It's a lie, yeah. and and obviously it's just adding to um, what Pastor said that Sunday. Um, what what came out on Sunday with the fact that they pa- they painted it white. Mm-hmm. Um, they they saying that the UN planes are there, and then but those other guys are saying there is no UN planes because we just painted everything white. So they are both trying to cover up, but 
I don't know if they're not both. I don't know if it's <laughs> different. So I don't know what's happening, but they, 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 they both lying at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. But we, we, we now we, we, we now have established for people out there that they are you and planes. They, mm. we okay. So we've. I'm just happy that that <laughs> um, is established. Yeah. So the guys who painted, they wasted their time. Basically. Just saying, and paint maybe. And delay. I have questions, man. I'm yeah. just like, where is the UN when we really needed them when we were going through a crisis of unpaid wages and foreign exploitation? Like, where were they? Yeah. Like, why are they only appearing now? Well, they exploit. Yeah. They, and, are, and, the, they are the exploiters. You don't want mm-hmm. the UN around. And, mm-hmm. and, and hence, that's why I'm saying that if mm. they're literally here to save the day, then where were they yeah. all this time? Like, why appear now? Yeah. No. So the question. Why weren't they there when Black Lives Matter were? Louder, Pastor. I don't think they can hear <laughs> you at the back. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where, where? Where were the UN planes when Black Lives Matter was ripping up cities? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's true. <laughs> I know you didn't get that. Mm-hmm. But Justin today was taking the knee with him. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. Because if you look at the protests that have happened in Canada and stuff, they've been so peaceful. The violence happened when they were stopping. The they were almost ex- as excited as Andili. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Because if you read through different articles and stuff, you actually see that the protesters were shocked at the fact that um, they were being attacked by the police. And a lot of them say that they had no right as the police to do what they were doing to them because there was no violence. Okay, sorry. Did, you, see, no did, it, did you guys see the videos? Yes. It's I not saw people were saying. <laughs> so if you've got a woman there, an old woman who's got a walker. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And a horse rides over to push them back so that the other police can come in and take yeah. the space. Yeah. Is that okay according to a free country? No, definitely not. Is the UN here to just protect designed institutions to maintain oppression? Black not? Um, <laughs> are they here to do that? That is the question. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a definite answer because it will be conspiracy for now. Um, how about we hit a nail on it? Yeah. Let's so hit the nail on it. What do you think, Pastor? No, of course. <laughs> the, the UN. <laughs> yeah, the, the UN. <laughs> if, if they blew it up and took it out, mm. it would be too soon. So I know you're thinking what I was thinking. I was thinking that exactly. Yeah. Hence, I asked the question. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. A lot of the Canadians are asking because obviously this fact check by the AP News says that it's not linked. They're just here for routine maintenance and all of these things. But then if you actually look at what's happening, a lot of the videos, I actually remember doing research on this thing and I watched a specific video. And when I went back to the specific site, that video had said that it was taken down by the, the uploader and stuff. But videos are being taken down off of, of, off of YouTube and stuff specifically to do with the planes that were spotted in the, at the, at the craft place, that place. Mm. And then um, the language barrier as well in terms of the offices is a very big question. Yeah, they I couldn't, mean, they couldn't you, communicate with the practices of mm. Exactly. Mm. So now you're asking, you s- these are supposed to be offices from our country. Why can't we communicate? Why, why can't we speak the same language and stuff like that? So that is also a very big question that they're asking. So I feel like for some reason, they are struggling or they've lost it in terms of covering things up. In the past, they could cover a lot of things up. But now, since COVID, they can't cover things up. 
they're, they're making small mistakes that people can actually pick up on, on stuff. I think it was harder, uh, they weren't covering it up before as much as they are now. Yeah. They weren't taking videos of YouTube. Yeah, that's true, that's just, true actually. Um, when people, like, like when we were speaking in those early days just before the lockdown, yeah. um, what did people think of us? I remember in January 2020, with this COVID thing, yeah. I asked my wife to go and she was taking my daughter to the doctor to ask them about this disease. And the doctor said, no, man, you're a bunch of conspiracy theorists. It's just the flu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, I just, th- I just think now a lot of people have woken up and it's become mm-hmm. a threat because people, yeah. people would have ignored it before and said, ah, oh, please, man. Mm. But, but now they get beaten up in the streets and the guys can't speak their language. I mean, Black Knight, if some guys came there and they can't speak Kosa, they can't speak Zulu, they can't speak Pedi, <laughs> I don't know, whatever language the guys are speaking, mm-hmm. maybe they're only speaking French. And, and, then that, and then people tell you, no, those were South Africans. What are you going to mm, say? Nah, no ways. <laughs> no <laughs> ways. <laughs> no ways. We, you, you, we can easily tell. Yeah. Yeah, we, we can easily tell. In fact, as Africans, yeah, we can easily tell with our own languages. Even when someone is like from Zimbabwe or whatever, you can tell that their Zulu is not the same as yours. Our it's not Zulu. deep Zulu. Yeah, it's not our, yeah, it's not... It's not. It's it's lost somewhere. <laughs> I think also regarding yeah. to her question as to what Cynthia mentioned is that I think the difference between back then and now is that everything is televised. Everything is documented. So now you're able to see and spot from afar mm. from the truth and a lie. Yeah. And whereby back then you needed documents. You mm. needed of hearsay of who said what. You needed but the now, news. Yeah, you needed mm. the news. But now we're telling our own stories. We're mm. literally taking it upon ourselves and voicing it out. Yeah. With COVID, everyone, everyone, everyone and again, doctors were told that this doesn't exist. But you had people that were telling us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, that, hey, I am sick and I have COVID. Mm. So I think mm. that's the difference between back then and now is that now we have the power to tell our stories. Yeah, no, yeah. That's They've true. lost the power over the narrative. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's beautiful Put it to watch. Delay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry, this has been a good start. I thought she was going to fight with us. Eh? She, no, <laughs> no, like very proud. One, she so, is one of like us. Sounds like she's one of us, yeah. <laughs> she is. She is one of us. So we're going to have a party, guys, yes. after this I'm broadcast. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, we might debate some things. I yeah, mean, I mean, it's politics. I mean, Black Knight wanted to lock us all up in quarantine sites. <laughs> yeah. I think I would have joined him. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Have. If you heard what was happening, you would definitely um, have joined him. Um, that is... I'm just saying there's there's consciousness. You haven't been forgiven. (laughs) (laughs) We'll remind you about that show for the rest of your life. In fact, if you're listening to this, you actually need to go and download that show. It is on our social media platforms. You need to tell them which show. And we don't know. I will mm. post it. I don't remember the title yeah, of the it. show, but I'll definitely gigs. post it on my Instagram page and mm. on the Active FM page. Yeah. The title of that show. And you'll listen to the nonsense <laughs> that the Black Knight actually spoke safety. on that day. To the, the safety offended. that the Black Knight was <laughs> sp- speaking Since we were speaking about different countries, I thought that we should listen to music from a Russian artist. Nice. A Russian Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a song called Beauty of Life by Vlad Krotov and Woodman, the O'Brien remix.
What's up everybody? This is Lily Million and you're listening to Active FM. Christ music is hot music. That was Beauty of Life by Vlad Krotov, a Russian artist. Yes. Does that Russian come with chips? Definitely <laughs> um, <laughs> not. Uh, because that is a meal that we have here in South Africa. And it's a amazing. Russian and chips. It's like yes. a sausage. Yes. Mm-hmm. A Russian yes, sausage. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Uh, there was actually a meme. I don't know if it was actually true, but uh, there was a meme. It has got nothing to do with politics. Uh, a meme that came out i think it was last year it was shared with me a video that was shared with me about uh it going l- the russians going crazy in terms of the news and stuff saying that south africans are eating russians and it was it was funny it was really funny mm-hmm. <laughs> so now moving on to south africa um there's been a legal battle between the eff our beloved eff and afri forum and um there's a video that is also going viral on on YouTube and stuff in terms of questioning that happened with Julius Malema by Mark Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Did yes. I say? Yes, yes, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, yes. Oppenheimer, that is it. And, and, and right there when you say that name, there should be this music. Yes, exactly, because... The open The fact that it's the Oppenheimer questioning um, Julius Malema. Then he's probably like, funded by the Oppenheimer. Yeah, mm-hmm. then you're like, he's definitely not going to jail over what he said because the things that he said is quite, quite crazy. So now I'm going to be reading from an well, article. Well, just imagine if a white guy sat in court under oath mm. and said, we're not going to slaughter black people yet. <laughs> <laughs> what would happen to that person? No, mm. they wouldn't make it out of court. I think this, the Secret Service... Well, if Julius wasn't there, he'd be there. Huh? Or rather, nothing will happen to him. To who? To the, the white guy that you just mentioned. That it depends on who it would be as well. No. No, not even depends. It would def- like the person wouldn't make it out. There's a lady, Vicky Mombert. Yeah. So she'd been robbed. So she starts using the K-word to the cops. Yeah. She went to jail. She got a jail term for that. How long, Pastor? Doesn't matter. <laughs> if Julius doesn't get a jail term... But we all know that he won't. And, and pro- probably there's other black people inside here. If they said the same thing, would would go to jail. Yes, just because it's that's specifically... A, that's a threat to incite violence, potentially. Yes. I mean... If you, you know, you reserve the right to, to incite violence. Yeah. Yeah. So now, if in this article by IOL, uh, it, the title of the article is EFF and AFRI Forum on the Warpath, Julius Malema and Lobby Group's Lawyer Exchange Verbal Blows. Uh, I'm not going to go through the whole article, but um, the legal battle between EFF and Afri Forum over the singing of Kill the Boer turned rowdy and personal between Julius Malemba and counsel for the lobby group in the Equality Court sitting in the South, uh, the South Gauteng High Court in Johannesburg. And he basically say things like, um, white people are land thieves. During his testimony, Malema maintained that the majority of arable land was still under the control of white people. In, this, in his line of questioning, advocate Mark Oppenheimer uh, suggested that, that centuries have passed since the land was taken, saying the current generation should not be categorized as land thieves. But Malema said, yes, they stole our land and passed it on to their children. Those children are also guilty of possession of stolen goods. 
those that inherited stolen land are also guilty. And then later in the later in the article, it speaks about how Julius Malemba was being questioned about singing "Kill the Boer," and how that song is basically linked to farm killings that have happened all over South Africa, and and stuff. Uh, he made the assertion while giving testimony for the second day in the Equality Court after the lobby group had alleged that his continuing singing of the song was contributing to the growing number of farm murders. Malema also was also questioned about some of the farm murders contained in the book Kill the Boer, Government Complicity in South Africa's Brutal Farm Murders, written by AfriForum's head of policy, Ernest Roots. In one of the case studies, Roots alleges that in one of the farm murders, the alleged attackers used the blood of their victims to paint graffiti on their walls, saying, kill the Boers and viva Malema. In cross-examining, Malema Oppenheimer said these incidents were enough proof that singing the song had promoted the killing of white farmers and claim, a claim Malema denied. He's, this is what Malema said. The book does not give proof the suspects were arrested and convicted in a court of law on the basis that they were persuaded by the song to commit such a criminal act. I classify the killing as a criminal act. There is no proof that the killings were members of the EFF. And it obviously continues with him basically saying that it's a struggle song and it belongs to the struggle and has nothing to do with the killings of the white farmers. What are your thoughts on that? Well, let's go to Andile first. Um, my thoughts are definitely a statement incited a lot of hate, and obviously it infringed the Constitution, which is Section 16 of the Constitution, freedom, uh, freedom of expression, which you have the right to freedom of, ex uh, freedom of speech, but definitely you shouldn't incite hate or incite violence. Mm. So it definitely stepped on people's toes, and he should be punished for such. Black Knight? He should be punished. I'm shocked. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, it's it's funny. It's funny because thinking about all of this is <sighs> like, like I don't know. Would it be my first time saying this? Would it really matter what we're gonna say? Because we know what's this guy was already on Saturday. He was on stage, rallying, shouting people on stage, and he got voters over that. Um, from a place where he um, he had sixty, he had sixty four, and then he went to one hundred and sixty four. So I think people still like him. Mm -hmm. So what he did was just a, a nice concert for him. It was like another Malema show. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I don't think anything is gonna really happen to him. Yeah. Yeah. So. I personally think that he contradicted himself in terms of. What oh, he, he did that a lot because. In the beginning, he speaks about the fact that every person, white person that owns land is basically a thief, even in this generation, because the generations before them stole the land, in inverted commas. And now, we're, now when they're questioning him about the song that he's singing and people actually killing people, white farmers, because of that song, he's saying that, oh, no, that's nothing to do with us. And that's a contradicting statement, because if you're going to say that any white person that has land, has stolen the land, even if they inherited it from generations before them. And any black person that kills a, bo a boy or a farmer because of the song, that's the same thing, if, yeah, basically, yeah.
I think we shouldn't forget the fact that um, Julius Malim is a, pol- uh, is a politician. And one thing about South African politicians, are definitely always continuously using our past and our history mm-hmm. to lure us Africans into their own political struggles or their own agendas. So obviously, Kill the Boer is an, is an African song. We, we sang that during our struggle for South African apartheid. But my thing is the motive behind it is the liberation the struggle. Yeah, liberation struggle. Okay. The, 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 guy, the, the, the guys that did lockdown were, were leading the liberation struggle mm-hmm. to lock mm-hmm. us down. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my thing is, is the fact that we, the, our pain and our yeah. struggle is continuously used for yeah. other agendas yeah. without us knowing. Mm-hmm. So we sit back and we continuously rally behind these political leaders. We rally behind their stories because, hey, they're using stories that touch us touch our grassroots yeah just to find out that the joke's on us mm. he was just using it to to have his other motives to yeah. achieve his other motives tomorrow he'll be sitting and dining with the same people that he was telling yeah. us the funny thing is with. this generation this the younger generation now actually don't really understand what are the the, the liberate some the of them struggle. didn't even do history for crying out we loud we were asked and i will not say any names but we actually asked someone part of the active fm team about youth day uh, yeah, youth, was it Youth Day? What the meaning behind Youth Day was, and they had no idea why we had that yeah. as a public holiday. But I, 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 I actually no, want guys, to. No, guys, <laughs> no, you can't be having that. No, are you serious? Yes. Yeah. Ah uh, no, that that's that that's big in South yes, Africa. Yes, a lot today, of the youth don't know why yeah, we today it's a big okay, in South Africa yeah. because I've got a whole other view, <laughs> and I'm sure all of you will be arguing with me on that. <laughs> but what I want to say in terms of this, so Julius Malema. I, I believe that whole thing was a was a setup. Yeah, no, I believe true. people like your your Ruperts, your Oppenheimers, your Matsipes, mm-hmm. they fund Malema. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Matsipa is just actually sorry to cut you off, Pastor. It's just been proven Matsipa is actually funding the EFF. Not only the EFF, <laughs> <laughs> other yes. political, obviously yes. DNA and the rest. Yes. Yeah, but but the thing is, um, so so these these guys, okay, they fund Julius Malema. They also fund Afri Forum. Yeah. So I believe AfriForum takes it to trial. The, the trial just happens to coincide yeah. with the EFF's program to get a million members. Yeah. And uh, Julius Malema gets you know, front and center uh, television coverage, yeah. um, 60 to 80,000 hashtag posts and all of that sort of thing. Yeah. And in terms of Julius Malema, so he talks about all of these oppressive things of the whites and obviously there was apartheid and all of that kind of yeah. stuff. But what he doesn't mention is the oppression that has happened of the black farmers that were given land, mm. which was supposed to be transferred from white people to black people with the previous willing buyer, willing seller model mm. of land redistribution. Virtually none of that has been handed over to the black farmers that took it over. Many of them have been, uh, uh, they build the farm into a going concern, and then some other politician or their friend comes and takes the farm, he goes to court, loses the case, and then loses everything that he built up on the farm with it. They're not, he's not talking about that. He's also not talking about the fact that um, he says, so white people are the visitors, yeah? Then he gets pushed on this, but didn't you also come from elsewhere? No, no, but Africa's one, 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 you know, it's <laughs> one place. Um, and, and so, uh, you know, all, all Africans belong in, in, in South Africa is what the, the, the lawyer then asks him. And so then he says, no, man, you can't, you know, if I'm in the bedroom and I go to the kitchen, you know, you can't, you know, uses that whole an- uh, analogy. We, we're in the bedroom and now I go to the kitchen, it's still my house type of thing. But the, the reality is that, yes, that is what they're saying. Yeah. That every African belongs in South Africa. It actually is EFF policy. 
they're actually building EFF branches all over Africa. Yeah. But then at the same time, a few weeks before that, he's in shops at a mall just north of Johannesburg called the Mall of Africa, um, going and, and uh, checking, you know, where, you know, all these foreign workers, where are their papers? Actually, they seriously threaten the business owners there and all sorts. Many of those business owners are not even white. All right. <coughs> Many of them, some of them are black, some of them are Indian, some of them are white. A lot of business owners in Mall of Africa are not white. And um, th- th- that whole thing is a contradiction. Yeah. The second thing is, he does. He he was full on for the lockdown. Okay. He went for he went for the lockdown wholesale, and so um, you know the liberation the the, the 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 people involved in the liberation struggle, they um, they actually became the 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 imprisoners of the population. Yeah. So it doesn't talk about that either, and so how much oppression is happening today? Yeah from the African leaders that lead South Africa today, including Julius Malema, who was part of the ruling party. Pastor, yeah, no. wasn't Julius Malema the same person that was fighting for no borders in Africa? Yes. And and, and then he's chasing foreigners out of <laughs> restaurants in Mall of Africa, yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So now the question is, looking at Justin Trudeau and looking at Julius Malema and looking at what's happened in South Africa since, because now we're looking at the UN, Work, uh, in terms of the protests that happen in that's happening in Canada and stuff like that, and we had protests in July last year in South Africa, and we're looking at Julius Malema, and we're looking at Justin Trudeau. Where does the UN fit in in all of this, and how do they? How can we compare Julius Malema and Justin Trudeau in nature? They're funded by the same people. Yes. At the end of the day. Yes. Somewhere in there, you'll find the World Economic Forum. Yeah. If Julius Malema was the president, he'd be standing with that same World Economic Forum, which mm. is, you know, that little button, and it's got the different colors for yeah. the 17 uh, mm. goals of the, you know, the, 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 the sustainable development goals, you know, of the United Nations. Um, and, you know, the, uh, they're all children of Klaus Schwab, yeah. who's the head of the World Economic Forum. Yeah. And uh, BlackRock Investment companies taking over all our companies, Vanguard as well from America. No one's even talking about that. And Julius Malema is not complaining about the fact that since the, the riots happened in KwaZulu-Natal, the UN have been telling the KwaZulu-Natal government how to structure the province and everything. Yeah. And no one's even talking about that. Yes. I know Andile has no opinion about that. We heard that earlier in the show. <laughs> what are your thoughts, Andile? Yeah, I think my thing is with Julius Malema, my head is never fully wrapped around him because I feel yeah. like he contradicts himself so much. And just following the EFF, and the fact that if you really do your research and you see him sitting and dining with the people he's continuously preaching about, it'll make you go crazy and nuts. So I've decided to detach myself with anything that has to do with the EFF to keep my sanity. <laughs> so we, you heard they it here, Andile is no, trying no, no, to keep I just her want sanity. To say they, must, they must change EFF yeah. from economic freedom fighters to EIF. What's EIF? Economic imprisonment fighters. True, that's actually Because I want to imprison you. Yeah, mm. Yeah. Kill Black him Knight, while you're What are your final thoughts? Um, the UN, they are just uniting all the nations for oppression. That's mm. all I can say about <laughs> them. <laughs> oh, definitely. They are the face of oppression. But obviously, how about to lure us in and think we all for one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's definitely it. Now, in Psalms 25, verse 15, it says, My eyes are always on the Lord. For he rescues me from the traps of my enemies. Yes, and I'm just thinking, yeah, Andile, she's 
she's on she, she belongs on the show <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah so i was concerned are we gonna have this new person and is she gonna come and have different views no it's still a conspiracy theorist show thank you <laughs> but anyway that was a joke we we actually conspiracy realists say yeah, yeah. we we're we ahead of the game mm-hmm. yes. but i want you to think about all of the politics that's going on in the world and Dili was alluding to all the stuff that goes out about the UN, all the things the media puts out there, the, the lies presidents tell. I mean, just think about all of the leaders around the world, how many lies they've told with regards to COVID-19. Yeah. And, you know, you, people would say, yeah, but they didn't know. No, they knew. M- many times these leaders knew that they were lying to the people. And that's why you need to, you need to keep your eyes on the Lord. Because mm. if you keep your eyes on the Lord, He will reveal His will to you. He will reveal His truth to you. And he will give you a foundation upon which you can make decisions for your life. Mm. Um, I, I just think about guys that are listening to Julius Malema, both those that are on his side and those that were against. Um, they, they end up going down, you know, um, vicious uh, you know, detours off the pathways of life, um, fighting for things that actually have no bearings on their lives and the real threats to their lives. They, they, they're not even aware of them. And the number one threat that everyone has, and I just want to say this, the number one threat that every single person has on the face of the planet is that one day you're going to die. And you need to come to terms with that. You need to come to terms with the fact that through the Lord Jesus Christ, the hope came that gives you hope beyond the grave. And if you don't sort that hope out, then the bottom line at the end of the day is that um, you haven't sorted out your biggest problem. Education will not solve the problem of death. Yeah. Uh, freedom will not solve the problem of death. You're only yeah. free until you die. Uh, wealth will not solve the problem of death because even the rich people die. Yeah. So you might Amen. be able to prolong it a few years, but you're still going to die. Amen. But the thing is, at the end of the day, if you keep your eyes on the Lord, then He's going to look after you. He's going to show you where the traps are of the enemy. You're going to be able to avoid many of the problems that you'd otherwise have in life. And your life is going to have purpose and it's going to have meaning. Amen. 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 And we've seen that in this episode. The black knight has been full of purpose and meaning. He's just Amen. been so astounding with all the things he said. It's all I can you. say is the UN is terrible. That's all I got to say. Yeah. You know, that was the most profound statement of the show. Yes. Amen. So, um, he must be following the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Yes. Remember, this is a political show on Active FM where radio has never been better. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix. And with me in studio, we have... Gavin Enslin. Pastor Gavin Enslin and... The Black Knight. The Black Knight. And our newest and beloved member... Yes, Angile Piana. Angile. Like I said, you're listening to the political show where Christ politics Wasn't is... Wasn't there another famous Angile on the radio? Now we've got our own Angile. Hey! And we can tell him <laughs> our is better than your Angile. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, definitely. I don't know about the other Andile, but yes, I agree with you. Don't you know? Didn't she get fired? I have no, no idea. Yeah, she's, on, she's on she's on celebrity whatever now. Yeah, yeah she got fired From because what radio station? Um was it not YFM? Oh, yeah, it was YFM. I, I only mm. listen to talk radio stations. Yeah, yeah I won't I will not I will not promote <laughs> the other radio stations, but this is the political show where Christ politics is hot politics. Hot politics. Remember to catch our shows on our different social media platforms. Active FM Radio has never been better.